hello. Hi, Michael. Hey, Abby. It's 2019. Happy 2019. Yay. Hey, everyone out there. Also, happy 2019. Yeah. Totally did not mean to just skip out on the end of 2018. We's but... like super ghosted. <laughs> Apologies. We, yeah. But you know, these things happen. Yeah. You know, life gets to you. It just, you know, you're like chugging along and then things get busy and it's like, oh, wow, it is a whole brand new year. Wow. Literally, literally how half of adulthood works now. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's actually, uh, time in general is really, really disrespectful. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's like super disrespectful. Um, so how have the first uh, two, three, what are we, three, two and a half-ish weeks into 2019, how is 2019 treating you so far? Honestly, it's treating me like the end of 2018, <laughs> which, uh, is, which is fairly trashy. Um, but I feel like I am finally ready. To enter 2019 even though it has started i realize that i'm not slow but I, I now feel like i am i am feeling better no it's like that thing where like your alarm goes off but you're not <laughs> ready to get out of bed yet so like all right finally alarm is going off and like, maybe maybe there are other people up and about doing their thing but the day has not started yet i'm no. still in bed I've just been pressing snooze for two and a half weeks. <laughs> That's fine. We love a snooze button. <laughs> I love the snooze button. It's the great love of my life. Um, so it's fine. You're ready to start 2019. I don't know that I'm ready to start 2019, so you're ahead okay. of me. Okay. That's, That's fair. That's for sure. So, did, have you made anything, like, what, th- this week or this year um, or this uh, no. I I'm about to, literally tomorrow, make Chrissy Teigen's banana bread, and I'm so excited. Wow. Um, I didn't know she had a recipe for banana bread, even though I have all of her cookbooks. So do I. I got her second cookbook for Christmas. So I'm super excited. But it's she posted. Great. It's, I'm, like, I'm, I know I want to make more food from her cookbook this year. Um, but she she posted this Twitter recipe um, because she like sent <laughs> sent a Postmates for five bananas and they sent her five bunches of bananas. That's fine. Um, <laughs> and then she tried to get more bananas and then couldn't and then like sent out this call on Twitter and she's like, if you bring a banana to my assistant, like I will love you forever. And like people in California brought her <laughs> a banana so she could make banana bread and then posted the oh. recipe. So I have the screenshot of the recipe she posted and the actual recipe. So is the recipe not in her book then? It is. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, the, so the reason I ask is because like she writes in the book, she's like, I'm not a dessert person. She's like, desserts, eh, I don't like to bake. So, yeah. So she like spent surprised. a bunch of time figuring out this recipe for banana bread. And she puts unsweetened shredded coconut in it, which is like interesting, and dark chocolate, which is cool. Um, I'm down for that. But yeah, it's, I mean, it sounds good. And she finishes it with Kerrygold butter. And that's what made me happy. So she like serves it with Kerrygold. Several of those things all sound amazing. Yeah. So I'm excited to make it. I made the mistake of telling one person and that one person told like the rest of the store. So I am going to bring it to work. (laughs) I mean, that's, you know. (laughs) 
because I don't bake. Uh, that's see again. That's how I, my reputation for baking <laughs> gets up there because I don't bake for the store, but people know this is a thing I like, and so when I do, they're like, "Oh my god, I was gonna bring something in." Oh my god, <laughs> right? And so you don't want to now become I'm like, damn. <laughs> now I have to follow through. Well, I mean, just I maybe just very very um, selectively hand ration it out. You know. Oh, I'm literally coming. I'm going to put them in glycine bags. And hand them to people, and then walk away from the others. <laughs> you should do that while making contact, while making eye contact with the people who aren't getting any. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like a really established so. dominance right up front. Yep. Um, I also have not made anything, but am about to. So, I am about to make. Um, it is an, a semi-adapted recipe of a chocolate peanut butter tart that I got from Smitten Kitchen. Mm. Um, but I make them in a square pan as opposed to a tart pan. And then I cut them as like chocolate peanut butter bars. Oh, yeah. Because um, it's easier to share because... Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the opposite problem where people are like clamoring for your baked goods. I bake and it's like tumbleweed. What? Yeah. So like, I it's just. I work with savages where they'll honestly eat cardboard if it's left out on the table. So yeah, gonna, someone's I... gonna listen to this from work and be like, "Wow, <laughs> it's like that, huh?" <laughs> well, listen. If you're not a savage, then you don't have to worry about it. Like, exactly. she's not, I'm not talking, even talking about, about you. you. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Um. All right. So we're both making things. Woohoo! Soon. I didn't I even was... get on board with like making anything in like 2018 <laughs> until Christmas, and I was like, "Oh, this is fun." <laughs> so, uh, what did you make during Christmas? I remember. Um. So, like, not only have Abby and I not like recorded in a long time we actually haven't like sat down and like had super long conversations either so truth i do remember seeing um uh on the internet that like you had been baking more Mm -hmm. what what did you make last year at the end of the the year there i made all of the christmas cookies so (gasps) right and we had like a like a good variety usually our staple is cps butter lunchroom cookies and they're i call them butter (laughs) cookies yes um but, like, legit, if you look it up, it is Chicago Public Schools lunchroom cookies. And they are iconic in Chicago. But, um, and peanut butter blossoms, which is, like, every household staple, I feel like, at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. But we'd been using the wrong recipe forever. Um, and I didn't realize that my mom had been using the wrong recipe, tweaking it, and not telling me. <laughs> and I was like, thanks. Like, because I, I made them last year, because she put me in charge of it. Fine. They turned out trash. And I was like, what's wrong with these? Like, I don't understand. I made them by the recipe. And she's like, oh, see, I substitute, like, all of the shortening for butter. And then I put half of this in and I put some more salt. And then I, like, take that out and put that in. And I was like, so you couldn't tell me that or write that down? Like, I was supposed to know that telepathically. Um, And, like, I was so, I was was pissed. So I was like, we're not using this recipe this year is what we're not doing. So I found a New York Times recipe for it. And it was perfect. But I was, I was still actually upset <laughs> that she just let me coast like that and was like, oh, yeah, these are awful. I'm like, yeah, you didn't tell me that you changed literally the entire recipe to make it better. <laughs> like, by the way, see this list up here with the word ingredients? Okay, don't use Mm-mm. any of that. <laughs> 
But other than that, this recipe is good to go. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, cool. Thank you. Um, oh, so frustrating. But uh, so I made peanut butter blossoms and the butter cookies and sugar cookies, which were the best sugar cookies I've ever had. Cause I don't, I usually don't like sugar cookies because they taste like nothing. Um, and I, my mom found a sugar cookie recipe with lemon in it and cream cheese. And I was like, Oh, intrigued. And they were really good. Um, and mm. we, we cut them out and decorated them, which was super fun. I felt like a four year old. but it was awesome. um, Oh, that's precious. It was, it was cute and good. Um, I made snickerdoodles from Bon Appetit's, um, magazine. Okay. Um, it had cornflakes in it, cardamom. I was like, yo, cardamom. Um, and that might've been, might've been like, cardamom. and brown butter. It had, it was maybe the best cookie I've ever had. Um, I would make them a little flatter next year, but they were still good. Um, what else? Oh, Rolo pretzels, like the pretzel turtles with a, you take like a window pane pretzel put a uh-huh. Rolo on top of it, put uh-huh. it in the oven for five minutes, and then smash a pecan on top of that, and it tastes like a turtle. It's so good. Wow. I didn't know that was a, a thing. That sounds yeah. amazing. It was yummy. Um, I feel like I'm missing one. There was too many cookies. I had to bring... Oh, thumbprints. Um, mm. Jam. Jam? Yep. Oh, yes. And we just... we My mom used cherry pie filling, and then... Uh, bon Mama um, apricot filling and that was yummy that is a secret to great jam thumbprints is that you don't actually use jam you have to use fruit filling from mm-hmm. the jar mm-hmm. um, I feel like you really uh, maybe you didn't bake a lot during the year but you really made up for it at the end there absolutely absolutely. and I bought a pie from this really cool girl um, named Maya whose dad is a justice of the peace and so her company name is Justice of the Pies. And she's Chicago-based. Oh, that's and amazing. <laughs> and she sells her pies at, like, Daily Plaza um, during when they have a farmer's market and, like, Whole Foods and this really cute place called Build Coffee in um, Hyde Park. And I, like, got – she's I was, I'm obsessed with, her, obsessed with her currently, so I got a pie from her for Christmas. So it was cool. What kind of pie? Bourbon pecan pie. Oh, that sounds so good. And it was stellar. With yeah, I bet bourbon. Oh, wow. And it wasn't overpowering. You know how you can, like, oh yeah, I put bourbon in this, and we're like, yeah, we can tell. Yeah, we yeah. Like yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, but it was very balanced, and the crust was good. It was a short crust, so good. Oh, now I want pie. Right. <laughs> or maybe bourbon. Maybe both. Sure. Por qué no los dos? Why not? Yummy and true. Oh, that's so great. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> I did not make any Christmas cookies, which in years past, I have sometimes also made all of the Christmas cookies. Yes. This year, I was like, who has the time? Mm-hmm. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I probably did have the time, and I just, uh, I chose to spend that time playing Pokemon, which, you know, self-care. Fair. That's fair. Um... That's awesome. Um, okay, so looking ahead to 2019, mm-hmm. what do you want to make? I actually want to try to cook more. Okay. Um, I support this. Because, again, I have both Chrissy Teigen's cookbooks. Um, I got Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat for Christmas. Oh, did you? Yes. Have you seen the show? 
Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I'm obsessed I with it. Not seen the show, but I've heard amazing things. Oh my uh, god, my god, what? <laughs> I know. I do have the book. Um and I've listened to a lot of interviews with her, with the author. She sounds incredible. The book's amazing. I um, listened to the Call Your Girlfriend episode with her on it, and I was like, Yes, oh, you're oh perfect. I love the call. I, I love Call Your Girlfriend in general, but I love that uh, that interview. It's so good. It is really good. We'll put a link in the show notes. You should all go listen to yes. the interview between uh, Aminachi So and... Samin Nusrat. Samin Nosrat, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Author of Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat, Mastering the Elements of Good Cooking. Ugh, so good. Okay, are there any particular dishes that you want to cook? Um, I'm trying to incorporate more vegetables because I just don't eat them. <laughs> um, not to say that I don't like them, um, but they're not like I don't put any effort forth. To find them and ingest Same. them. So, um, uh, so I have American Test Kitchen's vegetarian cookbook, and I went through and I bookmarked all of the recipes I want, like that sounded good, and then I made a giant note in my phone that that says recipes to make with what sounded good and the page number. So instead of being like, okay, I went through the cookbook and bookmarked it all, and then when I go to make something, I'll be like, okay, so I have to go through all these bookmarks. Um, <laughs> And then I'll never make anything. <laughs> um, I actually wrote it down, you know, took the care to write it down. So I could be like, oh, today I'm going to make like broccoli salad with raisins and walnuts. Or I'm going to make French potato salad with Dijon mustard and Fineurve. So stuff like that. Ooh, those all sound great. Yes to mm-hmm. vegetables. Yep. I so also I, don't eat a lot of vegetables. And uh, every it's time. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> every time I do eat vegetables, I'm like, oh, this was so good. I was like, why don't you eat more vegetables? <laughs> And then like it's like um, they're a novelty. You're just like, oh my god, have you had these before? <laughs> right, like yo, have you guys heard of vegetables? <laughs> get on this. <laughs> I think they have this everywhere now. You should really get in on this. <laughs> it's, it's true though. It's just like, oh, this is surprising. I've not had this before. What is this? Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> a carrot, you say? A carrot? Really? You can cook those? Stop it. <laughs> wow. Who knew? Every time, like literally, this just happened to me. Uh, this past weekend, I um, uh, I was in a part of um, Brooklyn where there was like nowhere good to eat, so I ran into the Whole Foods, mm-hmm. and um, I went to the hot food bar, and yes. they had these rainbow carrots, and they were so good. I don't even there probably like wasn't even anything on them other than like a little bit of olive oil, salt, and pepper, but oh, they were so delicious. And I was just like, oh, do people know? Do the people know? Of course, the people know. <laughs> That's my time I have Brussels sprouts with bacon. I'm just like, oh my God, this is new, isn't it? Yes. Oh, it's new. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Look at these Brussels Brussels sprouts were invented in 2018. Mm-hmm. 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 Facts. <laughs> vegetables. Yes to vegetables. Yes to more vegetables. Yes to vegetables. Yes to trying. Like <laughs> yes to putting effort forth. I think that's that's where I'm at with like effort. Support it. Um, vegetables, Chrissy, Tegan's banana bread. Yes. And then just else? like, I don't know, just like not going with the flow, but I think last year I was like, I can't bake because I'm not, you know, there emotionally because last year was just like a giant emotional roller coaster. But um, at the end of the year, once I started baking, I was like, oh, this actually is stabilizing me. 
duh. <laughs> Why haven't I been doing this all year? So I just want to like, even if it's just like chocolate chips, sea salt cookies or something like that, just something simple. Um, I don't have any like baking goals in mind. Like I want to make this like elaborate thing. Um, I just want to get back to the practice of baking just because it does. It's like a stabilizer. But I forgot that it was a stabilizer all last year. Hey, um, you know, so it's, it happens. It yeah. happens. Oh, you know? I also made cinnamon rolls last year um, for Christmas. Oh, that's right for Christmas. <laughs> uh, and you ran out of flour. <sighs> this is still like a really painful thing to talk about. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to dredge up your pain in front of all these people. I was like, my mother's going to get home and she's going to be like, I'm going to tell her we don't have flour. And she'll be like, yes, we do. I'll be like, okay. And then she's going to look in the cabinets and she's going to look through all the flour that we have, which I already did twice. And she's going to tell me that it's my fault <laughs> because I, because I didn't keep track of how much flour we have. And you know how much we've been baking and that's exactly what happened. Um, she got home, looked through all the cabinets and then told me that I could have used whole wheat flour, which is fine, but I want an all purpose flour. I know that whole wheat is the same. It's just um, not, um, not bleached. Um, but it called for AP flour, okay? But, um, and then yelled at me for having a car and a job and not keeping track. And I was like, see, this is why this is, I predict my own future. <laughs> and then you proceeded to laugh at me for like 20 years. About the keeper of the flower. <laughs> and I was like, you, you know, you know how much we have. Like, at any given moment, my mother knows how much we have in the house. So when I like negate that, she's like, well, you have a car. You can go get it. And I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Cool. <sighs> oh, that's amazing. It is amazing. That's that's the word for it, actually. Yes. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about... <laughs> let's talk about your goal. <laughs> what you want to make this year. <laughs> um. So, uh, I do have some, like, specific... Ooh, specific. Like yeah. dishes. Um or not even dishes. I think all mine are baking related, so um, sorry. My thought expired. So the first, um and this is I think I said this last year, which is actually a little depressing. I'm not gonna focus on it, but it's don't worry about on, it. It's an entremont, which is like a French pastry. It's not really a cake, um, but it's defined by like just like very distinct and um, different layers. So like a cookie base, and then usually some type of mousse, and then maybe like a gel or like a fruit filling layer, um, and then it's all covered in maybe like a frosting or like another mousse, and then uh, typically some type of glaze is poured over it. Um, they're like high French fancy pastry, um, and I really want to challenge myself to make to make one this year these are um, really pretty i just had to look you, on the internet because look i have no idea what you're talking about yes but yes yes <laughs> look so at that all glaze like, right like they're a glass all finish very beautiful we'll put pictures in the show notes oh okay so this one has like a chocolate brownie base um what is chocolate fuet i have no idea oh uh fuet. it's uh it's like um uh, a nut cookie, basically, like a big... What? <laughs> like, like, okay. <laughs> a big cookie, basically. Yeah, so it's... um, 
Mm. Followed by chocolate orange mousse, followed by strawberry mousse, followed by vanilla sponge cake, strawberry sauce, and fondant. And creme, wait, there's creme brulee. I missed it. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, you know you should send me that one specifically. That's wow. <laughs> I'm like I'm like drooling literally. Oh my gosh, I don't even understand. That's yeah, insane. So um, like they look, they look beautiful, but also they like they, um, I've I mean I've I've tasted them before, and like they just have these really like complex flavors. It's just mm-hmm. like. Because there's, like, not only are there all these flavors, there's just so, so much texture. And it's just like, whoa, like, what is going on in my mouth right now? But in That's... a good way. <laughs> this sounds amazing. That's beautiful. So, yeah. So, like, those have been on my mind for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like this year I need to to really commit. Um, this year will also be the year that I finally get into fondant. Because... Ooh. One of my oldest and dearest friends is um, pregnant. She is with child, and mm-hmm. she's asked me to make the cake for her baby shower, and she has very specific um, <laughs> visions for this cake that can only be realized with some fondant work. Mm-hmm. So um, I love her, and um, you know I really want to be able to do it for her, so I'm going to... Get over my hangups about fondant and teach myself how to sculpt some stuff in fondant. I, like you all can't see me, but I'm like recoiling in horror. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be, you'll be fine. It will be fine, and you know, maybe I'll be a better person for challenging myself and doing something I don't really want to do. Or it'll be awful and terrible. Who knows? Sure. <laughs> um in general i also want to cook more and i also own christy teigen's cookbooks and i was like all of these sound great um but i don't have any specific i should just i should cook more because cooking is great it is i just need to like yeah make a plan a little bit because if I just say I want to cook more and then that's it, that's that'll be it. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to 2020. Right. So um, I do like this idea of singling out specific dishes on specific days. Mm. Um, Because like, like you, I also have this like just big list of like, oh, interesting dishes to make one day, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm I glad I made them. the note because I, I would be like, all right, I, I did the thing. I bookmarked it. And then like three years later, I'd be like, oh, crap. <laughs> yes. Oh, exactly. Um, the last thing I want to make this year is um, I want to make oh, this sounds so cheesy. I wrote it down. And now that I'm about to say that, it sounds very cheesy. But I want to make more um, community. So uh, last year at one of my brunches, um, a friend brought um a co-worker and another friend brought like another friend and so like these two plus ones to my brunch um one of them had been interviewing for a job at the company of the other one mm-hmm. and like they met and they're like oh my goodness we like they just like realized like, like they'd be a perfect fit right like um the interviewee like really belonged at that company and like uh the person who was at the company was like able to like expedite the entire process and he got the job. And then they came back to one of my dinners uh, later in the year and they were like, 
we love working together. It's so great. And I was like, oh, this is beautiful. Like, you two met at one of my functions. And, That's awesome. And um, your lives are better. And, like, I don't know. It just, like, warmed my heart. Like, oh, look at the power of a shared meal. <laughs> True. Look, it's so amazing. <laughs> um, so, like, that was, like, a, a feeling that I wanted to replicate as mm-hmm. much as I could. So, um it didn't feel like a lot when I said it, but I, like, told my core group of friends that I wanted to host at least one meal every month. Mm-hmm. And, like, now that January's half over, I'm like, oh, wow, that was a crazy <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> but I'm I'm on track to, you know, host a dinner next weekend and then a brunch in mid-February. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. Woohoo! But, yeah, I really, I don't know, I really like this idea of um, fostering community. And I don't have to leave the house. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best part. (laughs) That is is perfect. It's the best of best of both worlds. Like make the community come to me. Yes, you're brilliant. (laughs) Power of baked goods. Um. So yeah. So 2019. Well, you know. I just wanted to be. It doesn't have to be great. I just want it to be better than 2018. <laughs> At in any capacity, just a little better. I think it will be. I think it will be if only because 2018 set the bar so damn low. It's on it's beneath the floor. It's in the ground. <laughs> it is in the earth's mantle. Like just down there, subcutaneous, subterranean subhuman like just trash bag of a year so we, we have nowhere Truly. to go about. although i think i've said maybe those exact words before and they came back to bat me in the ass so mm-hmm. like, it has to be better <laughs> nope it doesn't <laughs> all right um so yeah so maybe we'll check in on those things maybe not who knows and we're not talking about like actual like goal goals where it's like I want to run a marathon because I just it's not realistic it's it is it's almost like a capitalist gimmick to make you <gasps> Are marathons a capitalist gimmick? <laughs> Wait a minute. Not marathons in general, but just like setting resolutions that you know you're going to fail on. Oh, well. It's just like a, yeah. a gimmick. Yeah. That's like the productivity trap. Ooh, let me mm. not even go down that road. Anyway. <laughs> we're making stuff. 2019. Yes, Woo! Yeah. Okay, so last year, or maybe it was the end of 2017, I don't know. Last year, Real Simple Magazine started showing up to my house. I don't oh pay for goodness. it. Oh my goodness. I do not pay what? for it. You've um, been blessed. You've been and, blessed. Okay, but then shortly after that, Food Network Magazine started showing up at my house. Oh, wow. And shortly that. after that, Bon Appetit started showing up <gasps> at my house. So you have the Christmas cookies too. 
I pay for none of these magazines. That's amazing. <laughs> don't, don't talk about it. You're just going to jinx it. <laughs> like someone's going to overhear this. Like someone at the Condé Nast billing department is like, oh, we're going to fix this. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Be no, don't take away my magazine. Even though I'm complaining about them. So they show up. Mm-hmm. They show up every single month. It's They're like locusts. Um... No, no, they're they're like angels, like pies. I just I feel like I feel like I gave my information to the wrong person and like they sold it to somebody and I I I don't know I don't know because they're like they're like obviously like these are like obviously magazines that like are of interest to me. Mm -hmm. So it's just like who sold me out there? Who was just like oh yes here is somebody with a very specific set of interests. I don't know. It's so you like, can thank them because thank you. <laughs> but anyway, so they come every month and um, it's like sometimes they are really helpful because yes, the Bon Appetit cookie, um, I was going to say Bonanza, but like their holiday issue had like 20 cookie recipes in it. It was outrageous. Mm-hmm. My mom like, she, at first we were making like 15 varieties of cookies because of the Bon Appetit. Yeah. And like they lay the them issue. all out there in a spread and you're like, ooh, that looks so good. I can mm-hmm. do that. And then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, wait, I would be baking for years. Yep. 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 Yes. Um, so like sometimes these magazines are helpful, but then like they're like 100 pages every month. So like there's a lot of like wild stuff in these. Um, It's just like stuff that makes me laugh or it's like, mm-hmm. this is ridiculous. So I wanted to read you some of these. I don't know. What are we calling it? Like, food news you can chew. Food, food bites? <laughs> I don't know. News bites. <laughs> um, Not n- magazine crap. Not that. <laughs> that was the working title that we're not going to use. <laughs> magazine crap. <laughs> Fantastic. Magazine crap. Um, not that one. Um, real simple this year, the theme of January's issue is Start Fresh in 2019, and they have this big, beautiful spread on sneaking healthy food into your breakfast. Mm-hmm. Like spinach and stuff? Okay, so that's what I thought, but, like, all of these ingredients are wild. So there is... (laughs) Okay, let's hear. There is a recipe for a black rice bowl with tahini, pistachios, and raspberries. Have you ever had black rice? No. Me neither. Apparently, it's a superfood. It's rich in antioxidants, um, such as anthocyanin, a plant pigment that gives the rice a rich, deep color. And it may help protect our bodies from disease by combating free radicals. I don't know what a free radical is, but I know that black rice will protect me from it. (laughs) First of all, I know the (laughs) the combination of tahini... And raspberries? Tahini, pistachios, and raspberries. Again, all over rice. Because it's kind of nutty, you know? I'm okay Okay. with it. Yeah. But the (laughs) raspberries? No. (laughs) And then, again, this is all over um, black rice. Again, like, as a bowl for lunch, I would take tahini and pistachios and rice. I I can do that. Leave. Leave the raspberries out of it. Uh, nothing makes sense about this and breakfast. I I feel like that probably was like a lunch, like a power lunch recipe that they were just like, how do we use this for breakfast? Uh, yes, raspberries. <laughs> raspberries. Um, this uh, this one looked mildly appealing. Savory cornmeal chia waffles with spicy maple syrup. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
No. No. Chia seeds, chia seeds are a good source of protein, which help build and repair muscle, as well as omega three fats, which may reduce inflammation that can lead to diabetes and heart disease. But still, no. So wait, say the name of it again: savory cornmeal chia seed waffles. Savory cornmeal chia waffles with spicy maple syrup. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> Hard pass. I will take. Um, I will take a cornmeal waffle. I like the crunch of that. I have had that before. Yeah. Um, and the maple syrup. I would just leave out the chia seeds. Like, don't serve that to me, please. Well, that's what I'm saying. So this whole like the whole premise is just like ah, how do you trick yourself into eating healthy? <laughs> By like asking if this smells like chloroform. <laughs> And then you wake up tied to a bed, and they're gonna serve you zucchini and raspberry. I don't want it. <laughs> this last one was the um was I thought was the worst one. This is seeded oh, miso sweet potato bread. I can't, I can't even laugh because I don't like I don't even understand the word you just said. <laughs> okay, so what it has like sunflower seeds or what? No seeded miso sweet potato bread miso is another gut friendly ingredient thanks to its naturally occurring probiotics does it have seeds in it oh oh yeah this is the seeds come from pumpkin seeds oh okay yeah no uh, well yeah the, uh, like miso is like um uh like an umami uh, flavor isn't it yeah it's just like like a, like it i think of it uh as like an anchovy flavor like it's yeah. very um not what i want to eat at Seven what is where, who's eating this breakfast and are they a suicide risk like are y'all okay the editors at real simple magazine <laughs> they are have some okay? problems <laughs> um but uh they have some great hand lotion recommendations so you can pick up that issue on stands now uh, <laughs> wait wait what are they <laughs> is asap in there you know i left some good asap lotion i asked for it for christmas nobody got it for me oh no i did not see any asap um also where it's gone i'm sorry okay okay it's fine food network magazine says that the average millennial can name five wines i cannot and i felt stupid like can five you types name? of wines yeah oh let's see um pinot grigio um, uh, Malbec, um, Cabernet Sauvignon, Sauvignon. Uh, Rose. Uh, that's four. Let's see. I know Pinot Gris is one. Um, I'm missing like there's a Barbera. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I did it. That's so many more. I was like, there's red wine and there's white wine. <laughs> Riesling, um, uh, Barefoot. Like. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> no. No, no. Um, okay, what's well, so level you're above average because you named like six or seven. I don't even drink wine like that. I just know the things. That oh, that makes me feel even worse because I I mean not that I well, I'm drinking wine right now. Anyway, uh-huh. um <laughs> Food Network magazine has also declared elderflower as the flavor of the year because apparently when Meghan Markle married Prince Harry, they had an elderflower flavored cake. Oh yeah. Which I like with gin. Um, I don't think I've ever had anything elderflower. What even does wait, it taste like? St. Germain is elderflower liqueur, isn't it? 
I don't think I've ever had anything elderflower flavor. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, one, try some Saint Germain with like a tonic water or something. Um, it's it's kind of refreshing with like some lemon. Um, they sell like the fancy elderflower lemonade, um, which I totally got with you when I, after we went to Strand and I was feeling weird and dizzy. Um, I, that's what I got from that one weird bakery. Oh, yeah. From that bougie bakery. Wait, did we go to the French bakery or did we go to that American bakery? We went to the French bakery. And they yeah. had, like, seats in there that we could, like, sit. And I was like, I don't want to die. I just want right. to Right, 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 right. I do remember that. They have great croissants when you get them fresh. Someone made my mom chocolate croissants and I had one. And I- <gasps> oh, that's love. Mm-hmm. Look at your mother out here inspiring, cr- uh, um, croissant. There's a word for in France for like making layered pastries. I can't think of it. But anyway, look wow. at your mom inspiring croissant <laughs> making. That's amazing. It's just so good. <laughs> and chocolate. Oh, I love a chocolate croissant. Oh, it was perfect. Like, and it literally shattered. And I was like, ah, it's it's real. croissant's <laughs> uh, great. Oh, mm-hmm. it's so great. Um, elderflower, though, I, um... I would encourage you to try it one time. It is definitely floral. It's like... Well, I figured. If Smarties made it with flowers... <laughs> that sounds like, awful! <laughs> that's the, the, the most that I can... Like, that sounds exactly like something that some British people would make for a wedding cake. You're right. It was probably pretty good. <laughs> magazine also says that uh, Ikea elderflower syrup sales are up like 700%. I believe I it. Didn't know that Ikea had elderflower syrup. They do. That little shopping section in the front. I thought I knew all of it. Oh, believe me. I am intimately familiar with the food offerings of the <laughs> Ikea Corporation. Don't you worry. But apparently the elderflower syrup has slipped by me. Try it once. Put it with some alcohol. You'll be... I feel like with with gin, especially because it's like floral. Okay, but that's right. cheating because like most things taste good with alcohol or most things taste, you know, passable yeah. with alcohol. I feel like I have to, you know, I have to meet it on its like true home turf. All right. Elderflower lemonade. All right. I, I think I can do that. Okay. Um, bon Appetit magazine boldly declares that every kitchen needs a rice cooker. And I disagree. I disagree. Why? Why do? Okay. Making rice is one of the easiest things you can do, legitimately. You know, you know what I think? that Well, I was going to say this is like a white person thing, but like rice cookers are obviously huge in Asia. Yeah. Why? <sighs> it's easy. I don't understand. That might be that might be like a quantity thing because, you know, like the average Asian family is, is just like eating like tons of rice. But I True. just feel like stateside, like white people are just like, what is rice? What? Boiling water? And what? Like, this just like escapes them somehow. It's so dumb. They're like, all you have to do is put the rice in the water. I was like, that's all you do to make normal rice. Exactly. So I'm reading this article about like how easy it is to, like, all you gotta do is uh, push a button. I'm like, okay, well, all you have to do to make rice on a pot is Push, put the same on the water on. and turn the, f- and they're like, you can walk away. I'm like, I can walk away from my regular I can rice. walk away. I don't understand. It's the same process. So, yeah, so Bonapati is like, everyone needs a rice maker. And then they have the audacity to recommend a $160 rice maker. Instant pot? No, it's, um... Oh, the Zojirushi one? Yes. I love that you just knew off the top of your head. (laughs) It is Zojirushi 
NSTSH and whatever. And like, not only can you make um, rice, you can make quinoa and barley and bulgur. Which is the same way you make rice on the stove. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, oh, look, you can make black rice in it. Oh, oh synergy. Fun. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I, I don't understand the. I don't get it. I can understand the the appeal of like you're eating a large amount of rice every day, constantly, all the time, always. But I, I would in general, I don't find rice difficult to make. I don't. These things are big, and they're just. I don't. I don't love a unitasker. So. Yes, it does one thing. It has one job. I don't get it. I do. I love the brand Zoji Rushi. Um, my favorite coffee mug is that. It does not spill. Like it's perfect. Um, and when I started at uh, Michigan Avenue, this one girl who is uh, from Russia, well, Kyrgyzstan, excuse me, um, but she speaks Russian and she looks Asian. <laughs> Nothing makes sense about her. She's fantastic. Um, is like she saw my coffee bu- cup and she's like, oh, my goodness. Um, Joji Rushi was the first rice maker. She's like, the brand is very Asian. The <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I love you. So now it's my favorite thing. <laughs> The brand is very Asian. All right. Um, the last thing is not a specific story. However, um, something I noticed in Bon Appetit and some, well, yeah, some of these other magazines is, uh, cannabis oil is everywhere. Bon Appetit has a recipe for cannabinoid, cannabinoid caramel sauce, um, Mm. which looks crazy. I, uh... I'm not, like, a weed person. Same. Yeah, so, like, uh, like, the, like, the details, the nomenclature, the, the nuances of weed generally escape me. I'm like, okay, yeah, you smoke it, and you get hungry, or you go to sleep. Um, right. The people who are into weed, like, are really into the weed, and apparently CBD is, um, marijuana, uh, but it's, like, the, uh, THC, like, the active component of marijuana, it's removed from it, so then you have something that can help you relax, or reduce anxiety, or cure your joints, help with depression, like, I just think, like, the amount of things that CBD can allegedly do is impossible, like, I just, it feels like a scam <laughs> to me just because so many it is the Same. coconut oil of <laughs> really and truly. It's just like it's suddenly in everything. Mm-hmm. Like suddenly, everyone is like either has it or is offering it or wants to me to cook with it. So mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. You can, but apparently, you can make caramel sauce with it and just you know feel really chill. Hmm. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's cool, but. Uh... I heard it uh, does wonders for cramps, like pretty instantly. Yeah, I have a friend who takes uh, or who like vapes, I guess, like regularly to help reduce anxiety. Yeah. But I, I wonder if like these are like actual things or if because like no one's out here smoking weed for cramps, right? Like, uh, I don't know. Or are they? <laughs> I mean, Seems possibly. Yeah. I don't know. I, it just feels like. Um, it's like it's whatever you need it to be and like your mind just basically does the rest. like placebo like, effect. yes it like placebo effects it basically it's like i'm taking this for this and you're like yeah it works it's working okay <laughs> there is a white man in dreadlocks furiously typing a um 
a detailed list of why we are so wrong about CBD as Absolutely. we speak. <laughs> he is outraged that we would disparage anything oh from the marijuana plant in any way. How dare I just had a conversation respect. with somebody yesterday about a white person in locks, and I was like, <sighs> just it just draws long size for me because it's. No. I just, I just everything's uh, not for you, okay? <laughs> right, uh, and it's just it's such a just a quick, loud, very uh, obvious signifier. Like, hey, here's a person to avoid. <laughs> Absolutely, love it, love it. I mean, I don't love it, but also it's just great. It's just great when someone like leads with their red flags, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, so that was um, magazine crap. So I think that brings us to the end here. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me, Abby, what was the secret ingredient this week? Hmm. I have to think about this. What has gotten me through this week? Or, you know, it could be the, you know, the beginning of 2019. True. Um, you know, it's time is whatever we want it to be. <laughs> True. Time is a social construct. Um, let's see. What's gotten me through this year? At least so far. Blankets. Um, they've done magical wonders for me. Just because all I've wanted to do is just like come home and snuggle under a blanket. And it's honestly been been good. Um, and just like... I love blankets. This, literally this week I've started to feel better. But it's because I started to like do the thing, I guess. <laughs> like I'm like, okay, so I would like to get my weight under control. So... I made an appointment for a nutritionist and I'm going to talk to my primary doctor. Like I'm actually taking steps to do take action. And my brain has been like, Oh, I'm okay now. (laughs) Um, Yes. For doing the thing. We love to do the thing. Yes. So I'm hoping that 2019 will be the year of doing the thing and not necessarily like all of the things, but like doing just doing the harder thing that I've been avoiding. So, little by little, small steps. Uh, so, it, making the thing, uh, breaking the thing down into manageable, achievable, smaller things, right? Mm-hmm, like that's mm-hmm. that's that's the true key to success, right? It's like taking the big thing, like, oh no, how do I, um, lose weight, and making it like, oh, here's this, this a set of small steps you could take, like meeting with a nutritionist or like writing down what I eat every day, and. We can do those things. Like, even if we don't know how to yeah. lose weight, we can do those small things. Right. And it turns out that, like, your brain, honestly, is not equipped to handle all of the things. Like, life seems to, like, say that it, you're supposed to. Like, you're supposed to, you know, like, again, it's like the productivity trap. Um, you're supposed to be doing all these things at once, and it's not possible. Your brain is meant to do one thing. Multitasking is a lie. Um, <laughs> and it's meant to, like, focus on small things, and then those small things turn to, like, bigger things. But um, I'm Amen. just I'm just now learning this lesson that I can't tackle even all of one thing. I have to tackle a, a, a part of it so I can tackle another part to tackle another part to eventually do the whole thing. <laughs> yes. All right. You have conquered at least the first step. And so like making our like dumb chimpanzee brains work. 
<laughs> it's like just do one thing it's like oh i can do one thing I'm like, oh okay <laughs> how about you yes. what is your secret ingredient for 2019 so far uh, my gut, my gut, uh, like answer was gonna be like drinking more during the week, but I'm classy, so that's not what I'm gonna say. Even <laughs> I have been, I have been doing that, just like a casual um glass of wine after work, um, mm. bottle. Uh, and it's that, not, that's fine. But um, like the real ingredient is um, the series uh explained on Netflix. It's a set. It's a series of very short. I don't want to call them documentaries, but they're like they're like small documentaries on like a variety of subjects. Uh, brought to you by the team at Vox.com. Mm. Um, so like Vox like specializes in explainer journalism, which sometimes I find really condescending because they're like, the government just shut down. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a little like I don't need to be spoken to like a five year old, but some <laughs> turns out that sometimes I do need to be spoken to like a five year old, especially in um, terms of like politics and like keeping up with anything today absolutely so um they have a uh like i said a series on netflix called explained the episodes are between like 15 and 30 minutes and they cover a lot of topics my favorite so far has been the one on the racial wealth gap so for every dollar in wealth that the average black family has so wealth being like their total assets minus their total debt so like Money, land, stocks, bonds, antique Pokemon cards, like all that minus <laughs> debts, right? And that's how you get your wealth. So for every dollar the average black family has, the average white family has $13, which wow. I thought was fucking insane. Wow. Like, what? <laughs> and so there's this episode... um, called The Racial Wealth Gap Explained, and it does uh, a, an incredible job of explaining how that came to be and, like, the very specific ways in which, like, not only did slavery, like, um, make progress even after slavery ended, like, uh, so difficult, but, like, just, like, the very specific credit, banking, and government policies that have, like, continued to keep uh, black people back and like in mm-hmm. the ways that that manifests like today in 2018 so it's yeah. like 2019 that's what it 2019 is. right exactly <laughs> um and it's like it's just i mean it's like a very bleak episode but also like um enlightening enlightening and informative and um i don't know it's like it, it doesn't leave you totally bleak because it's like, hey, here are things that could be done. Like, here's, there there are, there really are, like, smart people out there thinking about, like, how can we fix this? Like, Cory Booker has um, proposed, like, what if we just gave everyone $50,000? And, like, other countries have done it. and Really? Yeah. And it's, like, you have to spend it in, like, specific ways, but, like, it would build wealth. And um, so it ends on a note of, like, it, it could be better, which prevents hmm. it from being totally bleak. But there are other things, like there are some about sports and there's some about um, uh, yeah, sorry, 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 there's just a bunch of different topics. My favorite is the one on the on the wealth gap, because like, I really truly had no idea that it was that big. Um, <sighs> but <sorry> it's, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> but it's a, it's a great series if you're just like, 
uh, curious or you want something that's not totally mindless. Because, you know, a lot of times I turn on Netflix and it's like, oh, let's watch Friends for the 400th time. <laughs> I had to stop watching Friends. I was like, this is the whitest show I've ever seen. Oh, and no. I just right, forgot how white it was. Um, Living in New York really ruined that show for me. Because I'm just like, none of this makes sense. Literally none of it. Like, <laughs> Yes. Just how how they live. Literally how they're like living in an apartment. And you're like, how? Yes. So, um, if you want some, like, very digestible, entertaining, illuminating mm, information, uh, Vox is explained on Netflix. If you want to watch something creepy, you could also watch You on Netflix, which I, I just... Not. Don't not do it. it! Don't do it! But also do it! But don't do it! I will not be doing that. I will not. <laughs> it's so good and crazy and angry and terrifying. Oh my nope, god. Nope, 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 nope. Someone told me about it and I was like, oh, cool, thanks, no. Like, never. You are going to pass on it just like you are going to pass on chia cornmeal waffles. <laughs> In the, with the same fervor, yes. Good for you, self-care. <laughs> I'll be over here watching Creepy Stalker Show while eating my miso sweet potato bread. So. I'm sad that everyone's like, oh my god, he's so creepy, so attractive. I'm just he like, get is. a what? <laughs> okay, so listen, if you're at home and you don't know what we're talking about, You is this show on Netflix starring Penn Badgley, who is dreamy. He is a literal dream. He has got the jaw and the hair and the just... Oh, so... Just like, oh, look at him! Oh, but also he's a creepy stalker who literally murders people. But he's so dreamy! Ugh. That is that sounds like a fantastic premise for a show. Ugh, I it's like oh man yeah he murdered her best friend but who even cares look at that jawline oh my goodness no so, um you know you is a complicated show watch explained much 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 better use of your time yes. <laughs> Agreed. Absolutely. All right. I think we've we've talked enough, right? We've said enough things. I've oh, certainly said enough things. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we've both said things. Hooray. Hooray! Um, thank you for listening. If you liked this episode, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts. Um, you can find our old episodes at madewithmelanin.com. You can follow us on Instagram at <laughs> made made with melanin pod i think made with melanin pod <laughs> you uh, don't have to follow us on instagram we don't <laughs> you know what you don't and you shouldn't because sometimes we forget that it's there all the you time there's only like two pictures can find me on instagram at michael rxs you can see the cakes that i bake at thunderthighsco abby tell everyone where they can find you on the internet Woo! <laughs> so sorry. Uh, that was unexpected. You can find me all the places at Abby Blue Jay. Abby Blue Jay with no E. Truth. No E's. Anywhere in that handle, no E's. Mm-hmm. Not a mm-hmm. single one. Nope. All right. Uh, I think that covers it, right? Did I yeah. hit all the important parts? We've done the thing. All right. We did the thing. Go us. All Woo-hoo. right. Thanks for listening. We will not take another five months off. Hopefully. But if we do, it happens. All right. Great. Bye. Bye.